Welcome to the Mononofu podcast, where the four of us have united to bring you Memorial Clover Z news and discussion. I'm your co-host, Aaron. We have from the UK, uh, Mark. Yo, 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 yo. Social anime guy in the house. Exactly. Social anime guy, Rodeo the Mononofu. We also have from beautiful, sunny Southern California. Give it up for David Aka Memorinata, also known as David San. Uh, yes. And last but definitely not least, Jake from State Farm. Oh. Well, hello. (laughs) Oh, dear. Why? (laughs) I told him to do that one. I told him to do that. <laughs> okay, well, I guess we also have a music person. Not playing he's the supposed to be packing now. Piano. He's supposed to be packing. <laughs> That's fine. Like, now. No. Anyway, yeah, Jake seems to have, be having some sort of musical guest in the background, so please uh, don't mind. Uh... In this business, we call it technical issues. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> anyway, uh, what are we going to be covering today? We're going to be covering uh, some news topics. Oh my god, Jake. Anyway, we're going to be covering some like news topics. We're going to go over uh, my segment, which is Amaranthus, and we're going to be doing a nice little movie review, aren't we? Yeah. Yes. You might have seen it in the title. We're going to be reviewing Shirame. There's a couple of varying opinions, so it might end up being quite an interesting discussion. Can't wait. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, so how's everyone doing? Uh, not too bad, not too bad. I've had a very unproductive two weeks. Oh. So same I've, here. Nothing much exciting happened. Yeah, same here. Uh, Overwatch came out. And uh, I've been playing that nonstop. Yeah, everyone, <laughs> everyone I know has just been playing Overwatch, and it's just like, yeah. I don't like FPSs. Yeah, uh, it's it's fun, even if you're not that good at FPSs. But anyway, it, it's all right. But mm, yeah, it doesn't matter anyway. We're not here to talk about the first person shooter. We're talk. We're here to talk about idols. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, um, I mean, recently I've been seeing on Twitter, like they did like a recent event where they were at like a theater or something. I like have no idea what that was, but there was a, like a, a ton of like pictures. Yeah. There's loads and of photos. Yeah. Yeah. It was akin to the day zero event at AX in the same kind of style. They went around and danced and shit like that, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, that must have been a mind blowing event. Because I usually hear, uh, yeah, from Japanese fans that, like, they don't get to be anywhere, like, near them. Yeah. Right? And, you, yeah. like, I've seen pictures of, like, where, where they've been taking selfies with them and stuff like that. They've been getting that That's close. That's so cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they also re- just recently, uh, uh, to support the Kumamoto uh, earthquakes, uh, they went out and just did some... Uh, oh, yeah. Like, volunteer work. Service. Volunteer work. Yeah, there you go. That's the word I was looking for. That's which is pretty cool. Yeah, and then like yeah, some people were just there taking selfies with them, like completely casually. It was like <laughs> oh, pretty cool. Oh, nice. 
I, re- I remember reading one story where I think they were one of them was on the phone to another Momo, like a Momoclo fan in their family and they passed the phone over to one of the members who had a discussion with them for a couple of minutes yeah. oh I, was my re- goodness. I was reading that and I was just like they are so lucky they are so lucky <laughs> this is like motivation to learn Japanese yeah and yeah. yeah I think we I think we should probably head into the news, but I think one thing that might be worth bringing up just before we get into the Momoclo news might be the um, events that happened in Tokyo with Mayutomita. I think that might be something worth bringing up just as a, uh, almost a, a little yeah. side thing. It pertains to the last topic we discussed, I guess. It does actually, in a, in a very unfortunate way. Um, so... To summarize, there was a like an amateur idol. She's not very big, as far as I'm aware. She was going to be doing a 300-person venue with a couple of other acts. And she'd been stalked and harassed by this particular fan who didn't respond very well to a gift that he provided her. And basically stabbed her 20 times after not being able to get a clear answer when they bumped into each other outside the venue a couple of hours beforehand which is very unfortunate and as far as I'm aware she hasn't actually regained consciousness yet oh that right. is terrible yeah that guy was crazy I saw some of his tweets and he's just not okay yeah he's he, se- he seems like there's something wrong there and there's a fact that there's a bit of a problem with how the police have handled it because like there's cases where there was another similar event that happened a couple of months earlier which wasn't reported at all well this event actually sparked discussion on the anti-stalking laws in japan um basically in japan the police don't do anything unless you know um if it's not if they don't think it's serious then they won't do anything so they didn't think the, these threats were anything serious so they didn't you know do anything to prevent the attack from happening yeah basically it's pretty you know i mean it's like you got to wait till something like this happens before you know stuff gets put into place in order to prevent that yeah which is really unfortunate you know the cost for such legislation and stuff it should be it should be the other way around really yeah (sighs) that is a pretty depressing way to start off the podcast yeah let's let's get on something let's get on something more positive i just thought that it was worth bringing up it it, it is worth bringing up and uh, we could say like we could link that to momoclo uh, good thing they don't do that anymore. Um, oh yeah, the handshake events. Yeah. No handshake events anymore. Not after what happened with them. And to be honest, after this, uh, this happening in Japan, I don't think, I think that'll sort of be a thing that gets phased out with a lot of idols now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Toki Sen does two shots, and Sachi Hoko still does two shots all the time. Hmm. But I mean, they, so... should just, they should just stick to like a, a panel or something. You know. Yeah. I mean, even doing something, according to some people in the chat, the event that we were talking about before with an Angel Eyes event, maybe doing something like that, where it's like, or, or like a, a more a more intimate venue, but at the same time, it's not getting to the way where it's like, there's a chance where, even, even going back to the AKB thing a couple of years back, 
where someone else had the fact that there was two members of there who got attacked by a machete from a fan. Where oh, they, oh, yeah, like a couple of years back, twenty fourteen, if I remember right. Dear Lord. Yeah, that was the thing. Anyway, I, I'm thankful that Mo, uh, Memorial Clover Z does not have to deal with people trying to chop their body parts off. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to put it. Anyway, news. Yeah. So, there was quite so a... Actually... Oh, sorry. Yeah. That the like the first thing I think we want to cover is the uh, the music video collection, right? Oh yeah. yes, yes, definitely. Yeah, th- that actually came like was announced uh, on their anniversary stream, which was like immediately after our last cast, so we couldn't really cover it. Yeah, it it j- just typically pretty much the day after or something. It was a couple of days after. Mm-hmm. But but th- if you haven't heard about it, they're releasing a in a. Angel Eyes fan club, the exclusive version, um, which has a pretty box very, and some other stuff, box. and five figures from the um, from the Kiss and Momoclo music video, which is very nice. Definitely, like the whole set is it's you've got all the music video the Momoclo have done, including the ones that are hard to find because they're unlimited editions of the early singles. Such as like the longer versions of, oh, I think I think which thing which one was it? Um, the there was what I'm trying to remember which music video had an extended version that was exclusive limited edition, but it's gone blank on my head. Um, there like there was a lot of stuff they just put on the YouTube like only short versions. Yeah, and they've started and they've started going back to that more recently as well. Yeah. But yeah, you're gonna get the full extended versions of all of those. Yeah. Um, I think there's a commentary on it as well. A commentary yeah. to the music video. Really? Yeah. I I remember reading that that the commentary to the music video is done by the members. Wow. And oh, R- Rodo Sanka, that was it. Um. Uh, but okay. yeah. Hold on, I'd like to take a little aside. Uh, Jake is not actually server muted. <laughs> um currently his music guy is going crazy yeah i i, I have him turned down on my end and when he gets that sorted yeah, out he's gonna so did I. be coming back to us yes for oh, now rip you unplugged your mic but it's like even louder than before it's probably <laughs> doing like your laptop's internal mic yeah anyway anyway let, let's forget about jake for now <laughs> Uh, yeah anyway uh we were talking about the, the the box set right uh i was like seriously in my mind like so ready to drop hundreds of dollars just to so get was that. i yeah. and mark could have gotten it for us but i mean we have other priorities right now yeah i yeah. i i just put my order in a couple of hours ago <laughs> Mark, ah, <laughs> you're killing me, man. I, I want don't, don't, don't worry. Once it comes, I'll make sure that I put loads of pictures all the way around Twitter about it. I'll show off every little intricate detail of the figures and the seed and the and the Blu-rays and the box, <laughs> and I'll just rub it all in your face just to make sure you can't uh, forget it in a hurry. And then I you'll mean... block me, and then you'll hate me, and then. 
I'll be on my own. I guess it's cry. for me. It's pay. I guess it's me for me. It's payback because I actually, you know, was like right next to Momoclo. So <laughs> I haven't been there yet, so there's nothing for me. I'm gonna fly to the United Kingdom. I'm gonna show up in front of Mark's house. I'll be like, "Son, give me those figures." I'm gonna take his figures, go back to my house, display that, show Mark my pictures of them in my display, and be like. You're not getting these back, son. Sorry. <laughs> 3D print Wow. Them. Wow, that's harsh. <laughs> that is harsh. Oh, my goodness. But that, that the, anyway, that box set is pretty cool. It looks like a peach. It's like like an actual produced uh, packaged peach. Yeah, the box is even designed to have, like, all the, like, art, like, the, like, packaging information that you would have for an actual peach. Yeah, yeah, and then... They have the little net thing, and then I really like that because I actually work in a produce section uh, for a supermarket, <laughs> and they have that little detail where they have like the little net thing on the actual peach. I really like that, and I really like the figures. I'm a figure collector. I love figures, and if if you say Momoclo figures, I want to drop money on it so bad. Yeah, but 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 that wasn't the only announcement that we got in that stream. Yep. We got a couple of other pretty cool announcements if you're a vinyl fan. Ooh. And these are not expensive. Well, mm. well relatively. Two two of them aren't. Two of them aren't. We got got announcement of the vi- the the two new albums are getting released on vinyl, I think in a couple of months. I can't I can't remember the exact date off the top of my head. But both the Amaranthus and Haki no Yoke are going to be released on 12-inch vinyls with two vinyl sets um, and the actual covers for them is basically using all the covers from the different releases. The front's got the limited edition cover and I think inside it's got the inner CD cover and the standard edition cover, if I remember right, for both releases. So that's pretty cool. Um... I'd have to get the exact date because it's completely gone blank on me. But I mean, like vinyls are really cool in my opinion. I like, I, I like the idea of having them. Uh, I don't own a single vinyl. I don't yeah. have a player, so I don't have I, any vinyls either. I just have. Yeah. I have vinyls, but I don't have a vinyl player. So I, I would even collect vinyls, uh, just to kind of just have, like, mm. I have no space for them. I, w- I would use them as like a wall decoration to be honest yeah i i i don't have room on my wall for decoration like that but because <clears throat> i've got my momoclo happy on my wall but yeah uh me neither oh there's no room in here <laughs> yeah and the rest of my walls covered in either posters of momoclo anime or whatever and yeah there's no room yeah i d- oh, well. i I actually own a couple of the Momoclo vinyls that they've done. I own the Christmas one from this Christmas, the seven-inch hip-hop one, which had the oh, early yeah. release of the fourth album track and um, the re-release of Five the Power, I think it was. Yeah, Fifth the Power. Five the Power, I've just had a look there. And I I bought the... Oh, God, there's an echo. I've got my door open. I've got it echoing into the hall. As I speak. <laughs> anyway, 
I've got the Fifth Dimension vinyl as well, which I picked up when I was over in Japan, which is pretty damn beautiful, not going to lie. Mm. And now I've got two more vinyls to buy and then not be able to play them. However, <laughs> however, that could change. Transition. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> because we are getting a vinyl player that is Momoclo themed. Yeah. Oh my god. It's going to be produced by Tyek, which if you look, if you look into them, then they are actually one of the more highly regarded vinyl companies in the business in terms of the quality of the vinyl players that they produce. They're going to be making a Momoclo themed vinyl player that you'll be able to pick up and buy. And I'm sure it'll be beautiful, but we know absolutely nothing about it yet, or when it's coming out, or anything. Just that it's it exists. It's probably going to be like a million dollars. Well, have you ever seen the CD players that they do? Not the CD no. players, like the laptops that they do for sometimes anime tie-ins. Really? Yeah. I, I didn't know they did that. Um, I've seen them before. It's There was a... I think there was a Squid Girl one. Um, I remember I remember seeing a news article about it. It wasn't that good of a laptop, really. Like if you were if you were going to pick it up normally, then it would cost you probably about and and dollars probably about five hundred pound probably about four hundred quid. If you were going to pick up this Squid Girl themed one with the same specs, except it's covered in it's got like a, a Squid Girl decal on it. It's the keyboards were themed in Squid Girl stuff, and I think it had a Squid Girl theme pre-installed on the Windows software. Mm. You were going to be paying double the price. Ah. And considering it's not exactly like they're adding anything to it apart from some decals, basically, it was double the price. Uh, nice. So they're basically doing that, but for Momoclo. To be fair, I don't think it will be double the price, but it will be at a premium for the Momoclo theme. Definitely. Man. Naturally. What do you think they'll actually do for the theming of the player? Um, it would be pretty sick if they did like make individual ones for each of the members, but they're probably not going to do that. They're probably just going to do, like, hmm. I don't know. A pink I, one. To be fair, I don't... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's out the picture... Momoclo are big enough where they could probably get away with releasing a vinyl player for each member. Oh, you mean about the vinyl player? Yeah. Um, no, it's going to be full... Uh, I, I'm pretty sure that's going to be full, uh, all five members in it, uh, represented in some way. There might be a solid color, but I, all five members are probably going to be introduced in some sort of way. I don't even think it's going to be like that much significant different from a actual vinyl player it's just probably just gonna have a picture of the girls on it well it's like what what can you customize on a vinyl player what can you customize on a vinyl player to make it uh themed you put put a picture (laughs) basically just paste it on Um, there i'm what all i can guess is that like the plastic like in the picture that i've got on the stream at the moment which shows the vinyl player like a, a sample of a vinyl player they've made that plastic box, I'm guessing instead of that, they might put a picture on the front of that and then a different picture that comes when you lift it up. 
for the yeah. vinyl. Right, probably. probably. Or maybe on where the vinyls would be placed, have a picture on that. But apart from that, there's not much else you can actually do, really. A coloured a coloured um, handle for the they place on the vinyls, maybe. Yeah. The, the needle. The needle, yeah. I, 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 I went blank. I'm, I'm having a mind block tonight. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe. I, mean, I don't know. It, yeah, you can only put pictures on it. I think there's no yeah. other, really, no other way you can kind of customize it. Yeah, and it's probably going to be very expensive because I think their normal vinyl player price is like forty thousand yen, which is about two hundred to three hundred pounds, or probably looking at three hundred seventy to four hundred dollars. Uh, and it's also probably going to be even more expensive thanks to um, Momoclo. <laughs> EMS. No, Momoclo and EMS and uh, what's it? Uh, small air packet being uh, increased. Yeah. Oh, well, that's all. Increased. Yeah, that's if you use a service that does have that. But if you use Amazon Japan, it won't change because they use DHL and not EMS. Yeah. Uh, SAL won't change either. So if you do that on CD Japan, it won't change. It It'll only change uh, augment if you use uh, EMS on that service, though. To be fair, though, I don't think the vinyl player itself would be a sort of thing that would be sold on Amazon Japan. I think it would probably be sold through Taik themselves or a vinyl retailer. Yeah, I would make... say... I would. Well, I don't know. There could be second-hand sellers on Amazon. Maybe second-hand sellers, but then they don't ship directly through Amazon themselves anyway. So you're looking at a third-party shipping service anyway, so... Yeah, it's it's going to be expensive if you want one for sure. And whatever the price is, you might as well add like a hundred quid or a hundred uh, something dollars to it because of the cost of the shipping because it would be a heavy, fragile thing. You've got to be careful with the shipping. Big That's true. Customs, although I don't know what the customs rate in America is, but sure as hell hit customs over here in the UK. Uh, I don't really know. Yeah. I didn't have. I've never had to deal with that because I've never had to use third party yet. Yeah, I. I the, the, if you live in the UK, you have the pain of if you ever try and import something, and it's over like fifteen pounds, which is basically twenty odd dollars, it gets hit by customs. You pay a twenty percent fee on the on the item. Oh yeah, that is definitely not here in America. And then America, the greatest country in the world. <laughs> no. No, just no. You you you're trying to run Donald, you're trying to run Donald Trump for president. I think that tells you everything that you need to know. Yeah, I, no. There's nothing. There's nothing you can argue to that, is there? <laughs> there really is not. Yeah. Anyway, like if it, if it's over now, like twenty twenty five dollars, you pay a twenty percent fee. Not only that, the shipping companies, because technically it's their responsibility at the time, basically take part in blackmail. So they'll pay your customs fee in advance for you, and then you have to pay the ship shipping company the customs fee, plus their handling fee, which even if they only got it on handled for a day, is an extra twelve pound or an extra sixteen seventeen dollars on top. That really really sucks. So if you don't you if you don't use Amazon Japan, which is what I basically use for importing now, where they cover the ship cover the import fees in advance, so you don't pay any of that fees. Order from anything else, EMS, Sal, whatever. 
you're adding an extra 20-odd quid to the order. And it just sucks if you want to try and get anything. Yeah, that's that really does suck. Anyway, we're yeah. sort of getting off track a bit here, so... Uh, well, there's yeah, one more yeah. piece of news, I guess. Um, so, this per- this is obviously, you know, this is important to me. Uh, Momoka's solo concert, the uh, lottery results are in, and I'm seeing a lot of people didn't get into that. And yeah. uh, that makes me sad. But apparently, if you got a ticket, you also got a serial code that you could use to um, invite another person. And so a ton of people on Twitter that didn't get in were uh, petitioning for somebody who had a serial code to give them the serial code so they could go with that person. And uh, a lot of people succeeded in doing that, and it was really cool. And, yeah, that's going to be um, – th- that should be fun. I wish I could go. I'm crying inside, but oh well. <laughs> I'm going to be like that in September when it gets to the Momotamai concert because I've decided that I'm going to try and get back for the Momokuri because September's too soon, and I really want to see that wedding ceremony event that they end up doing for that Momo Tamai. That, that, that uh, just sounds so awesome. Uh, I hope there's videos all over Twitter. Actually, they can't do that, can they? They can't take videos of that. No, mm. the, the Momo Claw Chan episode, they'll do probably do what the Rennie Chan, the Rennie, the Rennie solo concert was. Maybe. Where they had like oh. a, basically dedicated most of the episode to it, and they showed clips from it and stuff. I hope so, because <laughs> there's no way I'm going to be able to see that concert. <laughs> yeah. On the bright side, they're probably going to do another solo song that will be released on Rekchoku, so you can't get it if you don't live in Japan, without uh... going through proxy services and everything else. I'm on, I managed to find a loophole with the three with 3DS to get it. If I basically... You can buy... Because... It limits to Japanese cards, but you can buy it with 3DS credit if you have a Japanese 3DS, and they've got and you download the app onto that, so you can use that to buy the songs, huh. buy the songs I, that I, way. I use my 3DS to play uh, video games. Sorry, I don't use mine at all. I I use mine at the moment a lot because I'm playing Fire Emblem and Yokai Watch. Welcome to the Memorial Clover Z fan podcast. Uh, today's topic is Fire Emblem. <laughs> anyway, anyway, you forgot one other quite important bit of news. What would that be? Um, the Momoclo period drama. Oh, that's right. Yes. Basically, Momoclo are going to be appearing in a period drama. What was the name of it again? Hanabi, Hanabi, that was the name. No, Hanabi is a song name. Oh, Hanabi's a song name. Yeah, sorry. They're they're going to be singing a, a theme song for the epi- for the show. They're going to be guest appearing in episode two, I believe. And they're making a theme song. Yes. Hey. And it's I I saw some pictures on Twitter today from the actual filming. Um, and it's it's looking pretty good. Like I thought, Kanako. Like, it did, did, in, in the filming, and it looked pretty nice, not going to lie. Speaking of Kanako, she's also going to be in a drama herself. Yeah, she's going to be in another drama, isn't she? Right. Wait, hold on. Um, is this drama, what they're talking about, like, 
is that does that have anything to do with the picture where they're all dressed up in like traditional japanese clothing that, that's the one that's they're it. doing the theme song for isn't it yep oh yeah. well then <laughs> i was wondering what that was yeah it's 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 looking pretty nice so far i have to say i can't wait to see i'm not sure when the show actually starts airing but i'm gonna have to definitely watch the episodes as they come out maybe we can do a quick cut first episode review on here when it starts actually yeah probably i i will be definitely down for that uh hopefully i can understand some things <laughs> hopefully yeah, it gets subtitled by someone uh, David, get to work no <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, it'll probably only be like about 45 minutes an episode and be airing weekly and it'll take up all your time, but it'll be worth it. You have <laughs> no idea how much that hurts. <laughs> anyway, speaking of time, uh, I did have some time this previous week uh, to listen to a little bit more of Amaranthus. I'm Amaranthus. This is the segment. Yay! Amaranthus. Yeah. Today... We're going over two other songs. The next two songs in the album. Right after We Are Born, there's a... On on the English version, which I downloaded from Google Play, it says, Monoclo Dissin. Yeah. Like, I think it's short and monochrome, so monochrome Dissin. Yes, it's monochrome. Oh, really? Yeah, and we also have, which I know... A lot of people are quite a fan of Gorilla Punch. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, first, this is definitely uh, Monoclo Dessen. Um, I actually didn't have that much to say about this, and I have very little to say about this because um, I have like no notes. <laughs> oh. I, 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 I had no notes on this song. Like, I couldn't really formulate an opinion. Uh, so I'm just going to wing it. Like, there's not really anything that I expected from Momoclo from this song. It's like completely just, wait, what? What is this? It's different to um, what you'd expect from them. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, the whole uh, time I was thinking like, is this, is there something I'm missing here? It, it feels like this is part of like a play or like a, like a movie soundtrack or something. A lot of people say that Amaranthus does have a lot of more um, theatrical elements. Yeah, that, that like I was getting a lot of that from this song, the, like a theatrical kind of impression from it, because it's not really like the usual idol songs that they do. Uh, it, it's more, again, just like a soundtracky kind of song. It sounds like a play. It starts off with this, you know, song. It, it there's different tempos and melodies they go through and in the middle of the song all of a sudden it, it picks up for a little bit and then they just write it out at the end of the song well i mean be... i had no idea what was going on to be fair a lot of a lot of momoclo songs have that sort of not really an idol track what which you'd normally expect from an idol track anyway i yeah i, I feel anyway but um uh, but Oh no, no! I was just gonna end up pretty much repeating the same thing when I was thinking about it. So, anyway, this song, however, I do like. It it is a good it is a good track. I th it, it's a good it, it's a good track, but it's not what I expected. It's just like something that I'm like, wait, what the heck? And then I listen to it more, and I'm like, okay, okay, uh, this is good on its own 
on its own uh, right, you know. Yeah. I like the bridge. Oh, the the bridge is nice. Um I one thing that's quite nice is that it does flow really well in the album because I do think the whole of Amaranthus flows quite well. But after you've got the piano slowing down the pace from We Are Born, you've got the slow intro of Monaco Odessin, which starts mm-hmm. which starts off with a quite simple track with just the piano with just the piano and the voice that builds up and then when it gets to the chorus it's got quite a cheery like it's it's quite a simple just good uh, good feeling track and then it just keeps on going with it and then it just suddenly bursts out in like for about 30 seconds before getting back slow pace and then riding it out it, it, it's yeah it's it's a long but it's a relaxing song to listen to i think yeah uh, when i first heard that shift of uh you know it's like it, they just suddenly got really fast all of a sudden yeah. at first i'm like oh my goodness this is another one of the songs where at the very beginning it's one song and later it's a completely different song yeah to be fair it's I, almost like that 30 seconds is a song on its own yeah but at the same time it's actually not that much of a change it does go back to where it was not that long after so yeah y- yeah honestly i wasn't expecting a song like this and um i really thought that it was actually kind of like western kind of based like western in a way i I don't know it just it's not like southern country music not like that i don't mean it like that it's just that there's like a lot of influences from western artists in this song especially with the harmonica kind of yeah the the harmonica oh yeah really does give that it it, It, yeah it's just a nice nice track nice track yeah, if I were to listen to it as if it was just like a feel goody, um, nice little track, uh, I can really enjoy it. But I definitely don't really. Well, I, w- I would probably not put this in the Momoclo playlist on my phone. I'll just probably leave it on my phone, and when it pops up, I'll be, I'll be like, oh, okay, it's this song. You yeah. Know? See, I I I don't I, I this is going a bit off topic but I don't actually have a playlist myself I just listen to I pick a single and listen to the full single through or listen to the full album through I yeah. I've got an OCD where I ha- if I start a single I have to finish the single and if I start an album I have to finish the album before I listen to anything else Oh yeah definitely that, that's yeah. a definite way to listen to stuff like I do enjoy listening to whole albums Yeah uh as though as they were uh presented because that's actually a whole experience like you get a cd you 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 put it in and then you listen to the whole album yeah and that's a whole different experience from you know ripping the songs apart and kind of shuffling them into your phone you know yeah that's actually a completely different experience yeah yeah but i I think if you were going to have it in a playlist or you were going to listen to it in the album i think it, it works better in the in the context of the album because again like it flows quite well from where you're born and then flows quite well into the next track of the harmonica just like leading you in and then the way the next track starts it just i i feel like it works quite well and yeah what live as well the track the track actually works quite well in the like the amaranthus when you watch it live it, it just the way like the way it just leads into that track and then yeah it's just and there's not much to say about the track other than it's really nice and feel good yeah. and it makes you smile is is there a music video for the song? There is. There is. Yes. Oh. It was the um, 
the one where they used a lot of the footage from the making of the album. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so it's kind of like it's kind of like Haki no Yoake where they just did the clip show. Yeah. Um, this one was like a except footage you... from the doc. Yeah. Instead of historic footage, it was from the documentary. It was on the YouTube channel for about a day, and then they took it off, and then it's only on the Blu-rays. Although one thing about that music video that I think it's quite weird how it's got like this um almost like grainy filter which you don't see in the footage normally and I don't know why it's really grainy for some reason. Mm. I like green. But yeah, next was Gorilla Punch. Yeah. And Gorilla Punch. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's one hell of a track. For sure. Yeah. Hey. I thought it was cool. Oh, it's very good. I don't think there's anyone yeah. who doesn't think it was cool. Yeah, uh, it, it's definitely like a, a song that they kind of just produced to be good, you know? Yeah. It caters to me. <laughs> the Momoka fans really? of the world. Yeah, yes. um, it's a really good song. Um, it is. This is definitely Momoka's like shining song yeah. on the album. She, she, I, I, on both albums. On both albums, like yeah. all together, this is the one song that uh, makes her shine. I uh, think it, I think it's the song that shows her off the most. Yeah, kind of like how Sabotento Riban does uh, Arin, but we'll get to that later. Um, and then a lot of people kind of associate Rock of the Boat to Shiori, and I'm like, oh no, no, right? Please, really. That's yeah. yeah, because she has it, that one yeah, bit at the end. It, it it was it was a Britney Spears song originally, but Shireen owns that song when she does it. I'm sorry. But anyway, mm. that's that's not what we need to be discussing now. Gorilla Punch. Yeah. Yeah. I, um that song starts out pretty cool. Yeah. Gorilla Punch. It's, it's strong. It's you know? really like strong. Like you can hear it in the voice and the way she sings it. You got the she, guitars. She, she says it. <laughs> yeah, like the gu- the guitar and drums, like every time she emphasizes no, it's just like ur, ur, ur. like Gorilano Panchira. Like just like she really emphasizes like some of the words in that. Yeah. And the way that they kinda go like immediately follow that is with those guitars. I really oh, yeah. like how those guitars sound. I really like how those, those, those guitars sound. The guitars throughout the whole entire track, really good. Yeah. I, I, when, I, when I was making notes myself for the song, I ended up like thinking, like, Momok is basically almost... I didn't notice it actually before now, but she's almost a bit like a conductor for the track. Every time the, the, the song changes tempo or changes into a different into into the next section of a song she's the one who instigates it so like you've got mm. the intro then the first verse she starts it when when mm. they start talking about the panda like she's she's the one singing that where it's sort of like it gets a bit more of a mysterious tone and then every time like the song changes it's her singing and then the other the members part- lead on from that the best part of the song, I think, is uh, the last chorus when she does her solo part, and then it leads into the to everybody. Oh yeah, or oh, the bit the bit where the guitar like where like everything yeah, goes where the guitar, guitar. kind of 
Yeah. Oh, it's just... Yeah, that part's amazing. One thing I did really notice about this song, I mean, yeah, Mark, you're straight on the point. Like, this is definitely Momoka's song, because she kind of leads everything, and everyone else follows her. Uh, I'm usually used to uh, hearing Kanako lead everything. Yeah. And in this one, I after hearing it for the first time, I was like, wait, was Kanako even in the song? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... The thing, the thing is, it's it's not not necessarily that I when when a, when Kanako leads a song, like you like you notice that she's the one leading the song, but you don't notice her the one instigating the changes in the tempo and everything and the way that Momoka does in this song. I don't feel yeah. like yeah. every literally every time it's Momoka. While you don't necessarily find that in when Kanako is leading the song, like every time the verse changes or the chorus changes, it's her. Mostly, Konako does it at the beginning, like in Gon or mm, Monokuro Desan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean by that. Uh, anyway, um, I I was listening for instruments for a little bit because I like finding instruments in songs. And uh, I am a sucker. Like, you got me. Uh, trumpets in the song. <laughs> oh, I love yes. trumpets so oh. much. Trump trumpets. I like a bit of saxophone if it's in a track. Um, I like saxophone too, but I'm a sucker for trumpets. Like oh, if you put tr- trumpets in yeah. the song, I'm like, this is like the <laughs> best song ever, man. Trumpets. <laughs> anyway, yeah, th- those are like uh, complimenting the guitars in the song. Uh, really, really nice uh, addition. Um, I do like also the unga bunga bits where they go. The gorilla sounds, yeah. The gorilla sounds. Yeah, I do have a question on that. Like, I thought I saw Rennie doing that bit, recording that bit. Oh yeah, I think I think she's the one who does that bit. But like, I don't, I I don't hear it because this did they lower her pitch for that? Possibly. But it's definitely her recording. If you watch the documentaries that came with the album limited editions, she do. I think I think she's shown doing the recording for that then as well. Yeah, like I, I when they were teasing the the Amaranthus uh, albums. What? <laughs> what? No. What? 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 <laughs> You said, I, I, can you not? I thought I muted. I thought I muted. Oh, well, whatever. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> anyway. Uh, welcome to the Mononofu podcast, where we discuss uh, Momoro Clover Z. News and discussion. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Anyway, uh, those those uh, bits with the Oonga Boonga, I do like. And I'm pretty sure that uh, Rennie was uh, doing that, I think. Uh, I saw her record it, or at least a group of them. Yeah, I th- I think that I think the couple of them doing those bits. But yeah. Anyway, um, then right after that, well, no, not after that, like a little bit towards the end of the song, they do like a breakdown and has like a bunch of jungle like percussions and all that stuff. Oh yeah. I, I wish they kind of developed that a bit more because I liked how that sound. That was pretty cool. Like they did that, and then it just went straight back to the guitar. Really, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It went into the guitar solo, but those percussions, I think, it, 
if you like scattered them throughout the song or kind of developed that a bit more, I think that would have been really cool. It would also probably would have been really cool if Momoka were to sing over that. Mm. Yeah, that yeah. that was a pretty good bit of the song. Um, last week, uh, I said, or not last week, two weeks ago, I said that uh, for We Are Born, Momoka's uh, part where she does like the whole build up thing is kind of not really. Well, okay, it was kind of ruined by Rennie. I'm gonna say it again. Sorry. Oh. But Rennie appears a lot in Gorilla Punch. And yeah. my opinion on Rennie in Gorilla Punch is that she actually is pretty good in this song. Like she kind of compliments Momoka a lot. Like Momoka does like the whole fierce kind of strong voice and then Rennie kind of brings it back uh from those strong moments, you know. And I think it flows pretty well. It, it does. The the whole track just sort of it effortlessly from one bit to the next yeah i, I would even kind of momoka is a, is definitely more prominent in the song but i would kind of argue just a little bit that this is kind of actually you know also the thai song because mm. you got momoka and Rennie being kind of yeah highlighted in the song yeah more more than the other members it's definitely their song even right. if momoka's more than Rennie's. yeah I think somebody made a chart like every one of their songs and how oh, many lines yeah. everyone had. Like I think in every, every song so- they've ever made. Yeah, it was including the when they remade the songs for after Akarin left. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. And it it did I think it turned out that like Momoka and Rennie were basically even but both with the least. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's why they have that song. <laughs> Yeah. They, they do deserve more love they do deserve more love definitely everyone deserves the same amount of attention yeah on Momoclo they're all really good <laughs> they are they're all great and, and they're th- they're all good if they work together yeah teamwork and that's half the battle yay uh, <laughs> uh oh this is just a great song I absolutely loved listening to this song and uh, this definitely is applied to my actual uh, day-to-day uh, life because every day today I play Overwatch and I would definitely claim this song to be the theme song for Winston. <laughs> for those of you who don't know what Overwatch is, Winston is a literal gorilla. <laughs> and uh, there's, a, there's, there's a special ability he can do where he can go like very like overcharged and angry and he just punches everything so uh, every time he does that i imagine gorilla punch playing in the background yeah <laughs> oh i'm trying to i'm trying to remember something here but it's gone blank on me yeah i can't, I can't remember I'll, it'll come back to me later on i'll just like shout it out and it'll be completely out of context but i can't remember what it was now it was something oh oh yeah that was that was it um have you seen the like? I think I, I'm not sure if Momoko was one who drew the gorilla, but like that that gorilla that, for like that represents a gorilla for Gorilla Punch. I think. Uh-huh. Have you seen it around? I don't have a picture of it right now on me. I I've seen it. The only thing that I remember offhand re- regarding fan art to uh, Momoko's uh, song Gorilla Punch mm-hmm. uh, is Lax uh, 
little comic strip that he did. Oh, yeah. uh, that was cool. For uh, for uh, Momoka's uh, song, I think that's really cool, and I also kind of think of it as like her theme song as she does her special ability. You know, yeah, the 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 forbidden gorilla punch, <laughs> her final attack. Yeah, but, <laughs> but oh, the the one thing the one thing that like the last thing I would have to say with this song is that the intro really does. I think I think I've said it already, but it really does bring you in the mood. I mean, go- going back to when it was li- when I saw it live, because uh, I, like as soon as that started, like you were just pumped up for the song and you were just there, like chanting, and it was yeah. it really just gets you straight into it instead of like a slow intro before you're there. Dude, dude, I'm so happy because the song is most likely going to be played when they come here to America. It, it, it will have to be played when it comes here. They'll, they'll focus a lot on the new album's tracks and really, they would have to play that track. I couldn't see them not. I will yeah. scream. <laughs> <laughs> the Gorilla Punch is strong. Anyway, yeah, those are the two songs uh, this week. Uh, yes. I did enjoy it. Uh, what are the next two songs? Um, the next two tracks are the Hyadain song. Um, yeah, yeah, I've, gone like blank, I've gone blank on what the name of it is because it's long. Um, and the next track after that is... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just going blank on the name. Like, I can... I can th- yeah, hold on, hold on. I got it, I got it, I got it. Uh, it's a super long one. Uh, it's like... Uh, uh, the story of the friendly utopia. Yeah. And then after that, Katteni Kimimi. Yeah, that's Makun's new theme song. Mm-hmm. They're both good tracks, and we'll get into discussing them next time. So let's get on to our main topic now. Yep. Well, I th- it looks like we might not have Jake for the rest of the episode, so I think it might be better to just move on. Um, he's gone. He's gone. He was taken. By who? By the Gorilla Punch. No! no! I think it was an even more mysterious thing that took him away. Oh. Did he... Did, did he go to the abandoned school? Did he make that wish? Was it not pure of heart? Oh, no! <laughs> That's the worst part! <laughs> oh he was my taken God. by Shiramane. Yeah, Shirame, we're going to cover that right now. What did he wish for? Good question. <laughs> Maybe yeah, he w- wished for his brother to stop playing in the background. But, it was, <laughs> but he was secretly liked the playing. That's why he got dragged off to hell. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. Okay, show, show Jake some love after this. After the podcast is over, send a tweet to Jake. Say, we missed you. Uh, yeah. We loved your brother playing music, though. Exactly, word for word, say that to him. Hashtag rip Jake. Hashtag rip Jake. Get that trending. It has to be trending tonight. Make sure Momo Close sees it. <laughs> no Jake, no pie. No Jake, no pie. <laughs> anyway, uh, Shirame, um, I've actually seen that movie the most out of all the movies uh, that Momo Close has put out. Yeah, I, th- I think we all have a bit of a varying opinion on the movie, don't we? Um, I don't know. You, uh, well, let's go down the line, starting with David. Uh, what do you think of the movie, just in general? The movie sucks. 
Okay, Mel, Mark, what do you think of the movie just in general? The movie is terrible. And I kind of am just indifferent about it. Um, I can easily defend it. It's not bad. It's fun to watch, but it's, I don't know. It, it's it, I don't kind of treat it as a movie. I kind of treat it as just like a TV special, you know? The well, thing is, I... The subject matter aside, the movie is just terrible. Yeah. The editing sucks. The everything is just poorly the done. Sucks. The acting sucks. Like by the by, the people who were actually in on the whole thing, because of course Momoclaw went in on it. But even the people who were in on it, I'm sorry, but I wouldn't fall for that. It it's it just they they weren't good actors. <laughs> And they're trying to do this horror movie thing, and it wasn't even, like, there was nothing in it to make it even remotely yeah. scary. See, yeah, in in that respect, and I'll, I'll get into a bit more detail in a bit, but I think in that respect, by the fact that it doesn't feel creepy enough to be scary, I think Momoclo, and I hate to say this, I think Momoclo, in that respect, make the movie worse. But I don't... I like not that's not anything against Momoclaw. I just think the as a horror movie, if you've got if you've got people who are like like quite quite cutesy and the act they're like they're really tr- like the the complete opposite of what you want to get you into sort of like a mysterious atmosphere of a horror movie that take you out of the scariness of it. So it doesn't really work at being scary because Momoclaw are in it and they're not scary. They're cute. If you get what I mean. Uh, I mean, yeah. Well, well, here's the thing. I don't look at it as if it was an actual movie. I know, like, if you look it up on Google, it says Shiromi was a movie, blah, 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 blah. I don't think of it as a movie. It, it's kind of just a TV special, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, like they, they get other idol groups to do other things like this all the time. Yeah. And this is just like one of those things the lost yeah, episode they, of momoclo chan pretty much <laughs> well they kind of advertise it as like a, a movie movie that they made as well, a movie to be this to be wasn't fair. in theaters right was it not it was a was it just straight I, to I dvd or i don't think it was straight to dvd but i don't think it got much of a theater going but i'd have to I'd they weren't big at that point yeah well they had Ikaze come out, so they had they mm. had that going as well. They were at least on a major record label. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the I think the thing is, is it it's you you've just got this clashing of styles which doesn't work. I've not I've not watched, like I know other idols have done this sort of movie, and I've not seen those the ones that they've done. But I think in my opinion, the it doesn't work for Mama Club uh, because hold on, um, even if you take uh, even if you take the st- oh sorry, can I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Tammy does say that it wasn't theaters. It wasn't theaters. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine it made a lot of money. And yeah, she also said that the girls weren't, um, you know, told it was like a joke. They thought it was real, but that just doesn't change the fact that the others' acting was terrible. Yeah. But um, I mean, the the problem is, it's like even seen in the first couple of minutes, you've got this like real mysterious music as a slow scrolling of the text to in like introducing the urban legend of Shirame where it's like you get you give it a wish that's pure of heart and it'll come true but if you don't it'll drag you off to hell or like 
cause you'd be in an accident or commit suicide or whatever. And then yeah, just, uh, boom, rehearsal. And then suddenly, switch of styles. You've got like Eagle comes in. You've got like the introducing the the members, and it's like it's all like it's just like all very cheery. And then and then it just suddenly says, "Oh, Mama Club might be cursed from this film." And it's like, "Oh, really?" Yeah, like I I was watching it with subs, and it was just like, "Oh yeah, the Mama Club like Mama, the Mama Club curse." That came out of nowhere. Yeah, it just comes out of nowhere. And that, like, and it'll be answered yeah, yeah, in the like, film. At, at the very end of like their um, introduction to Momoclo and their uprising or upbringing, um, at the very end, they're like, "But did you know they're cursed?" Rip. It, it just it just comes out of nowhere. It's just like you have. The and then rehearsal, and then announcement. We're gonna do a TV special. Oh wait, it's like a scary thing. Oh no, the lights went out. Yeah, it, 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 oh, it, as it, soon as the lights go out, oh my god, there's just screaming. endless, endless screaming, endless crying. <laughs> like, it, 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 it's very over the top to try and be creepy. Like, the way, as soon as like, the lights go off, they go into huge detail about the suicide, the accidents, the missing, the going crazy. At the end and, then, of, and then at the end of the story, how the person telling the story just ends up being sick on the floor for no reason. And and then what's it? The then they have this like, this sound, this like, uh, noise throughout the entire thing after that, and it doesn't go away. Yeah. Oh yeah. Trying to be creepy. Yeah. And actually, I think there's one thing which probably forgot to bring up before we started. We are going to avoid spoilers of the very end of the film as much as we can. Like all we're we... gonna say is really? the 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 ending sucks. Yeah. Uh, like. Or we might give a but warning. That, we might give a warning before we talk about the very ending. Yeah, because there's actually a critical point I want to just say yeah. about that. Yeah, there is. There is. A, there, I actually do think that would be worth bringing up. So yeah, we'll give a warning before we get to a very spoilerific point. But otherwise, we're gonna do it with everything that's public knowledge, basically beforehand. Which I like is that word, spoilerific. Yeah. <laughs> which spoilerific. Is, which is like. Basically, oh yeah, it was a fake documentary that was based on an urban legend, and they go to an abandoned school. That's sort of stuff we know, and we're going to discuss like around the plot with that sort of bit and the early parts of the movie. Just like if we say anything, spoilers will warn. Now, here's here's my objection to that. I mean, it's been how long since they made that movie? Mm, I uh, think it was two thousand two thousand ten. Ten? Yeah, it was. 2010 mm, and it's 2009 2010 it's 2016 and you had six years to watch the movie so i don't know uh, I, that we'll give a warning we'll give a warning it's fair anyway um so yeah actually what jake says i want to give him a little bit of a voice uh critically thinking of it it might not be a necessarily good movie but he likes uh, it yeah, but yeah Jake it. is adamant about it. Yeah. He enjoys that movie very much. And yeah. I, I definitely agree with him on that point because, again, I don't see this as a movie. I see this as a Momoclo kind of prank, you know? Yeah. Oh, it's just a prank, bro. <laughs> just a prank. That's a pretty bad prank, though. Yeah, it, it, it like basically, like, because, like, because of the fact that they think it's real at first, and of course everyone knows from the plot synopsis after the fact, 
it was actually a fake. And it's like, it is literally just, the whole premise of it is basically, it's just a prank. Yeah. And But, but even even need... even then, the concept of what they're going to do is just dumb. It's just stupid. They're going to they're gonna go to this abandoned school where schoolgirls committed suicide, where there's an <laughs> urban legend about this ghost that could take them off to hell. And what are they going to do? They're going to sing in front of where the ghost is and wish for to go to Kohaku to Gassen. It, Let's just, sell our souls to go to Kohaku. It's just like, um, you, they literally ask that question as well. Do you want to sell your souls to go to Kohaku to Gassen? It's like, um, yeah, they, they say don't yes. Sugarcoat that. They it, they, <laughs> they do say that. Yeah. And, the, and they said as long as they can still live afterwards. And yeah, and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, but one very good, actually, very good point of the movie was the Momota My Fan Service. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, in, in my notes, I had two plus points. For, th- well, three plus points. One was Akarine being in it, because hey. we need more Akarine because she's no longer a Momo Clo. Shirin's twin tail haircut, because I, lo- I love that older haircut. And mm-hmm. the Momota My Fan Service. And that was basically it. Everything else, I thought, was just... It was badly paced, badly acted. Just, yeah, they're bad. Now, by acting, do you mean Momoclo themselves? No, or I, no, not Momoclo themselves. Everyone else. I think the other people in it, because I mean, they didn't know it. They, they, they weren't aware of the fact beforehand. So, it's also going to be like, yeah, but with the other people who are tr- the ones who are supposed to try and make it authentic, they do a pretty bad job of it. No. Not okay. So the only point where I would say, okay, yeah, this is like absolutely fake, when is when uh, they go to the school and at the that's uh, is the spoilers by the way. I'm no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would say anything before they go in the school isn't. Okay, well they're at the school and they have the portable DVD player, right? Oh, oh. the guy talking. <laughs> and they bring the guy back. Oh. This is kind of spoilers. So, uh, if you wanted to watch this film and you haven't yet, uh, kind of skip ahead a little bit. Anyway, I'm going to go into a, in a little bit of detail here. Uh, they bring out a portable DVD player and they bring back the scary storyteller guy from the beginning, which Jake loves apparently. <laughs> and um, he, and then immediately, like, there's the exorcist guy that's kind of standing across from them, and he's like, "Wait, this guy's filled with like evil energy." <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just if that if I were standing in that situation, I'm like, I would be like, okay, there's something fishy here. Like, are you, are you kidding me, dude? Really? Or like this guy no, just look. This, this guy. You didn't tell us about this. Yeah, and they're like, uh, oh, we might have to cancel filming because I don't want to go in when there's such a creepy presence here. And they already like went so far just to get to the freaking stupid school thing. Yeah. Um. And then, and then, not only that, but I would have definitely said, "Okay, this is fake." Uh, as soon as he starts playing the video, and in the video, it's the guy discussing how his like cousin went to the school to do a wish thing and committed and suicide. They committed suicide apparently because of Shirome. Um, <coughs> at that point, the best part of the movie happened. <laughs> yes, I um, love that part because it was it yeah. was hilariously bad. That's why. Cough, 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 sorry, cough. 
yeah, the guy starts coughing uncontrollably, and then all of a sudden, he gets knocked off his chair, and his chair <laughs> just like flies up in the air. It's literally like somebody put rockets underneath underneath each each chair leg and just like activated them all at once. It just flies up in the air. They probably had had someone under there just kind of push it up. Yeah, that's probably what they did. Not going to lie. That bit, at that point, I would have been like, okay, this is fake. I was laughing (laughs) at that point. It it was supposed supposed to like build up because you saw just beforehand of like, a ghost trickling out the window and it's like supposed to be like oh it's building up and it's, and then it's just sort of like it's, it's like no that's just a load of crap i'm sorry but <laughs> I, I love how they kind of do that little white glowy ball thing that flies around the whole movie yeah like it's oh just, yeah it just floats around flo- and all the cutting of the footage when like it's supposed to be like a a footage cut when like the ghost inter- like is interfering with the signal yeah, yeah, and that like little CG bit where they had the the butterfly or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. Uh. Jake does. Yeah. Jake says it's a poltergeist. It it was supposed to be poltergeist, but come on now. It's anyway, just, anyway, it's just, um, it's just any like one thing I want to bring up here though. Like I know yeah. Jake agree disagrees, but I still do think the pacing of the movie is terrible like the problem you've got is you've got 20 minutes the first it's it's only like an 80 minute film in 20 minutes they've not even left to go to the ruins yet it took takes till 25 minutes to get to, to the going to the ruins 30 minutes to even get there and before they even go inside the abandoned school you're over halfway through the movie it's 47 minutes gone because i actually checked the timing of each of these happening and like mm. i was like is this a really slow pace and in the school, in the school, nothing it was happens. just creepy. There's nothing happens. They just look in. They're like, oh, there's something here. Let's move on. And the only thing that happens is before they go into the to um, the upstairs where they're where the other the two guides are like, uh, yeah, you know what? We're not going with you. Uh, you're on your own. Yeah. But before that, nothing happens. And oh. it's just slow, slow, nothing, nothing. Yeah. Um. I really don't mind the pacing um, because it's filled with a lot of just stuff where you can just shout at the screen. <laughs> and and really, that aspect of just shouting at the screen on how unbelievable and how dumb and how like crazy it is, I think that kind of makes it really enjoyable because uh, every single time, well, not every single time, but I've watched this movie several times with my friends uh, each time uh, a friend hadn't seen it yet, so we would bust out the Shirome and we'd watch it again. Um, and it's just really, a, it's a really fun group experience, even though it's slow paced. I feel like that gives a lot of time for, you know, just kind of pointing fun at the movie, kind of just shouting at the screen. I, I think it's kind of good for that, you know? Mm. I guess they weren't intending to make this movie serious at all. If yeah. that's the case, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it was but, just a prank, bro. Uh, the the problem is, is like, the, the, it seems at both times they're like trying to genuinely try and prank them, and then other times it feels like they just don't care, and they're just like messing about, and like not not Momoko, but like the actual people who are supposed to actually be orchestrating this joke. It's just like some of it's farcical, and then other bits it's like actually 
you start to start starting to sound half believable. <laughs> but well, I I I don't think we give enough enough discussion uh about the storyteller guy, in my opinion. Yes, yeah, so I we'll we'll bring up the storyteller <clears throat> guy in Jake's unfortunate disappearance to Shira. Yeah. Uh, he loves the storyteller guy. I think he also does a really good job at storytelling. However, it kind of gets a bit dumb. And I, this I, goes back to the point where they bring in the portable DVD player. Yeah. I think he does an awful job. I really? Just, I, 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 don't, I don't like him. I don't like him. Like, it, if his first bit, he just... He, he just... He just... I don't know. He just feels like really melodramatic and then That's... then when then when he's suddenly being sick when he's suddenly being sick and he's just like i'm sorry that, that, that's kind of the whole thing it's it, like, it's, it's the whole he... thing but that doesn't stop the whole thing being dumb no i think i think it actually works well i mean he's just so like composed he is like very like still he's very mysterious as well you can't really tell what's going through his head then all of a sudden oh no this guy is like, oh, he's about to throw up. Ugh. That 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 part, I think it does pretty well. Mm. It, it kind of it, it builds suspense because there's a whole mystery surrounding him, yeah. and then all of a sudden, oh, oh my god! But then what's wrong with him? Then as soon as it gets to the school, it just like disintegrates immediately. So even if even if you were going to defend him for the first bit, it gets to the second bit, and he brings out his portable DVD player, and he's like, oh, look at this. And it shows his like ro- his rocket man chair. It's just like no, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, um, I, I, I really first, do like you can't that. Can't defend the second bit. So either way, you can't defend him. I just can't defend well, him for both. Well, uh, at the second bit, I do like how he starts coughing in the middle of the the, the presentation of the portable DVD. Uh, like as if like the portable DVD itself is kind of like cursed. And he is like kind of reacting to it, like, <clears throat> sorry, right? Mm-hmm. But it just completely blows up when <laughs> this is a spoiler. He gets possessed. <laughs> his, his 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 possession is just it's oh. I just love when his eyes widen. His eyes. <laughs> To be fair, he has some talent about rolling his eyes to the back of his head, but that's about it. <laughs> it's just... uh, that part is just really silly, and I don't know, it's really funny too. But that's not the point. It's supposed to be creepy, and it's not creepy. It's silly. Yeah. And, oh, here's another point that I thought of. Um, When that part happened during the uh, 24-hour live stream, or last year yeah she jumped up yeah like the staff was actually watching this part and they were legitimately scared i, I don't get how because that means that we're actually getting legitimately into the movie and i don't get how you could i couldn't watch this in one sitting i had to i had to stop off like two different points in this movie because i was either getting too annoyed bored i just thought it was dumb and I just couldn't face watching anymore. <laughs> when it got into the school, it improved slightly, but it was still just not a good film. 
I wonder what their motive was to make this. That's what I would love to know. Because I don't see what it adds to Momoclo at all. Well, you you see the reactions to yeah, you see the, well, yeah, these scary I things. I mean, this was still their early days. Yeah, and they were... And as we all know, they were trying to mimic what other idol groups would do. And other idol groups would do this too. Apparently, mm. I guess they were successful. So I guess this was trying to cash in on that. Yeah, they were sort of trying to put the hands in every single pot. And this is this is one of the times when they put it into the pot and they got the loser ball, I think, because it doesn't add to Momoclo. It doesn't it doesn't add itself to the movie. I think the fact that it's got Momoclo in and they're the complete antithesis of what the movie. I love that word antithesis. It's a complete uh, antithesis of what the what like the movie's trying to be. That Momoclo's presence in it, while they're doing a good job and they're actually re- they're actually reacting to it. Because of the way they're reacting, it's taking away from the creepiness of the movie. Which means if you're wanting a creepy movie, you're not getting the creepy movie either. So it doesn't, I don't know who it's supposed to appeal to. Because it certainly doesn't uh, appeal to me as a mo- it, it doesn't appeal to me as a Momoclo fan though. Like, I watched, I watched it because it was Momoclo. I got through the whole movie because it was Momoclo. And that, that, that's what they wanted. They just wanted you to watch it. That's I kind of don't like watching them suffer, though. Yeah, yeah. that's ah, uh, yeah. See, that that was my big problem with the movie. I, I actually, uh, it like they look uncomfortable constantly, especially when they're just outside the rooms when they've got like when he's being possessed quotation marks, and like yeah, he, the, constant, the, the constant the constant the constant tears, um. The, when they're doing the voice out just outside and it's like, oh, we're going to go in and we're going to sing, they sound really, like, disturbed in their voice. It Like, because of... I think because I'm a fan of Mamba Clo, I didn't like the movie because I have an attachment to the members, so when they're uncomfortable, I was feeling uncomfortable, but because I didn't want to see them in that sort of way. I yeah. I don't I don't want to see the members suffering the way they are because I, I when it's when overall, um, it just feels like with it feels in poor taste, the whole movie. It feels very bad taste. It, it leaves a uh, yeah. Leaves yeah, a... I I definitely know what you mean. I think that is a huge negative on the movie. We do see them in kind of a situation we don't want to see them in. Yeah. We want to see them happy. We we, we want to see them, you that... know, enjoy things. We don't want to see them on the floor yeah. crying. No, <laughs> on the floor crying. I mean, even if you even if you get them where they're seeing lines where if I sleep hold sleep where it kind of goes like if I sleep holding onto Shirin's hand the whole time, I think I'll be okay. Like yeah, that bit I'm like oh 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 it's fuzzy feelings, and then otherwise I'm just like yeah. no no, keep this keep yeah. this movie away from me, and I just don't want to yeah. see it again. Well, Alberto definitely agrees with us. Uh, he does say yeah. that that's the kind of the reason why the he didn't like that movie that much. But I think uh, it affected. I, 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 I think I think it affected Akari the worst though. Yeah, it de- definitely definitely, like. Mm, what? what you, okay. What anyway, mean? anyway, I, I I do want to move on. Um, Should we I, go on to the spoileristic aspects of the ending and inside the school? Uh, I do want to move into the school. Yeah, because uh, there's a little point 
I want to make. Yeah. So if you don't want to hear what happens inside the school for the ending, even if sort of the whole concept does sort of spoil the ending because the whole premise of it by being a fake documentary does yeah, sort of yeah, spoil. Yeah, just, yeah. Just skip ahead. Just skip ahead. Yeah. Um, on when when this goes up on YouTube, pre-recorded. Oh. When this or goes on iTunes, iTunes uh, Mark will put a little beep noise, and there you can skip. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll 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 add a spoiler warning. He will include a timestamp of where you can skip to, and he will also also provide you a free drink compliment of the <laughs> Mononofu podcast. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Beep, spoiler alert. Beep. 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 Hello, Mark here. Just, if you're wanting to avoid spoilers for Shirame and you're wanting to skip past that, then you can skip forward to the 1 hour, 43 minute and 30 second mark. We are just closing out the podcast then with a couple of extra little comments and bits and pieces. So, if you want to avoid spoilers for Shirame, skip forward to that point now. Alright, let's go. Okay, so, there's just one point that I like to start off with in the school. Uh, it's really weird. They walk into a room and then they find a bunch of white stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the the, the, the white stuff. Really, it's from the butterfly. But butterflies don't produce white stuff. Just... Yeah, well, no, no. Butterflies. So? The, the the only the only thing I can think butterflies doing is a cocoon, but the cocoons don't do the sticky white stuff that uh, that um the this was like as soon as i saw it i couldn't stop laughing because of my own horrible horrible mind but yeah um yeah i think that was uh not the butterfly anyway (laughs) continuing on um i really do like how the uh the (laughs) exorcist guy just kind of shouts and it's supposed to be like intimidating or something, but it's not at it's all. It's not really that intimidating. The girls are kind of <laughs> just like legitimately kind of kind of afraid there. Yeah, it's the the problem with the inside the school bit is that like they do their first fright early on, and there's nothing else they can really do. Like yeah, they get they give a they give a fright where it's like. Well, the, oh, but hold on. The wind, I, I the think, wind. I do think that's the point for the school part because they built it up so much. They give you a little scare before going in, and then when you're in the school, you're like, "Oh my god, what's coming up? What's what's going to happen?" No, no, that no, that, that, that's the whole thing. No, that no, that's not the. Best. I disagree. I disagree. I'm sorry. Okay, why? Um, the problem I have is that it builds you like even if I don't think the build up's done that well, it builds you up for over half the movie for this school bit. See, like the school's gonna be, the school's gonna be creepy. The school's gonna be suspenseful, and they just rely on the same trick for the entire time they're in the school, and then they, then they cut away from it. Like the like the whole t- they've got this wind that keeps on blowing through the school. It's really strong. It shakes mm-hmm. everything, and then do that like multiple multiple times. And apart from the time when the ex- when like the ex sisters like. No, I'm not going any further. No, screw this. I'm out. <laughs> the, 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 they don't they don't do any other scary bit. When they get into the actual bit where they where they perform for Shirame, they perform. But with unless they're gonna unless without if you're gonna make it authentic, you need the members to do something where they get possessed, and they can't do that when they are in on the act. So they couldn't do anything 
to make a creepy moment in when they did the performance they couldn't really do anything else to add to the scariness of the movie so all you've got is a win and they built it all the way up and you're like oh what's going to come next oh wait there's nothing coming next because I showed you it right at the start there's nothing else for them to do uh, well I don't know I mean yeah I uh, I don't know you exactly. got a good point <laughs> <laughs> yeah case closed <laughs> like, the reliant, but like, well the goop as like, well but the goop is just dumb is it goop anyway <laughs> uh, I mean I, I don't know I mean again I don't really think of this as a movie I think of it as a prank bro and um, the way that they build suspense here is mainly just for the girls uh I feel like all this is to build suspense for the girls, not suspense for the viewer, because the viewer already knows it's fake. So if the viewer already knows it's fake, then they're probably going to go throughout the entire movie not being scared because they know none of it's real. But then it feels and, like it's a movie for the members and not for the viewer. But that's what the production is for, you know? They're, they're doing all the scary stuff for the girls, and they're having the girls react to the scary stuff. And the stuff that you're supposed to take out or take away from this, the whole takeaway from the film is uh, their reactions to when they are introduced to a scary situation. Mm, I guess, I guess. They put this in theaters. Yeah. Well, you know what? You can put anything in theaters, and people will watch it. That's true. That is true. Uh, and sometimes theaters are independently owned, and they don't uh, show like uh, all the biggest blockbuster films. Sometimes they show kind of locally made indie films as well. However, and, uh, ima- imagine, imagine if you went you went to the theater and it's like, oh yeah, we're not going to show say, um, Captain America: Civil War. We're gonna show you Shirame. Please. I'm just like imagine, imagine how you, like the difference. I mean, I've not seen Civil War. I don't like superhero movies, but it's just an example. But yeah, there you go. Anyway, I do like to bit move a little bit forward. Uh, really good performance in front of Shirame, in my opinion. <laughs> yes, that that was good. Especially I, I, when I, the music, uh, quote unquote, broke down. Yeah, and they <sighs> continue playing. And there was still scary stuff going on, but they were still playing. Yeah, I like that. I mean, when the one, I w- I will give the movie credit with this one bit here. When they go into the room where Shirame is, and they see the Shirame on the wall, where like the butterfly print on the wall, and you get a, you see all the things lying around where you've got like the letters, where it's like, oh, my seven-year-old has fallen ill, so I've come to Shirame to make a wish. All the di- all the different things are lying around. That I admit was pretty cool. They, d- yeah, they did they, a good they did a good job there. Yeah, they did put a little bit of effort into yeah. its set design. That the, about the only thing they put effort into, but yeah, know, and they, then they, put... they also like this the way that they constructed that room was perfect for the little music video they had at the end because you can see the Shirome stuff in the back, and you can see them you know dancing. They made and, and just could, enough and... room for their production crew. And they've got like enough stuff around it that's like it it gives the whole atmosphere of the room. I mean, it's yeah. a perfect coincidence. It just happens to be big enough for the production staff. It just <laughs> happens to have this perfect camera shot. 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, uh, Jake says, uh, it feels artificial if they're happy all the time. And, um, you know, that's oh, true. But to be fair, we get a taste of that. We get a taste of that in the, the documentary. You get a thing is there's a lot of other things that Momoclo do where they show that they're not happy all the time. Yeah. But this doesn't have to be one of them because this is just, ugh, yeah. It's cruel and stupid. Yeah. Yeah, and then I'm going to go back to this in a bit after uh, we get out of the school and towards the end because this whole thing could have been something else. Anyway, uh, but before we do that, I do want to cover one more thing. Uh, the big reveal. The when they actually show Shirame. Oh and, uh, yeah. <laughs> that bit. Oh oh. That, yeah. That, <laughs> that bit made makes actually watching the movie worth it when you're with friends because not when you're alone. Yeah, when when you're alone, like out, like both times I watched it, I watched it two years ago. I also didn't watch it one go then either actually. I've never been able to watch it one go, and then I watched it this time. Like you just see it, like the CGI they do for the Shirame coming out the wall. And it's just like they probably poured in all their budget for that. <laughs> poured in all their budget, and what do you get from it? You get you get Cthulhu. Shirame <laughs> 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 is actually Cthulhu's cousin. You're giving it a bit of compliment, <laughs> calling it Cthulhu, aren't you? <laughs> It's just but, sort but of, it's just sort of like a blob that just flies out the flies out very slowly. Yeah, um, I actually do give them credit for putting this ridiculous thing at the very end, because if this had been throughout the movie, it would have just been absolutely terrible for me. Yeah, <laughs> um, it is terrible for you guys, but I honestly think that this is a fun movie to watch, and having it be at the very end. When they build up Sherame so much, when you finally see Sherame, it's just like, oh my god, it's Sherame. Uh... <laughs> Actually, no. Do you want know? Do you know one thing that does really annoy me? And I think this is sort of going past the school. So unless if there's anything else that you want to mention about the school beforehand, um, no. They actually, you know, they actually make the wish. They would legitimately sell their souls for Kohaku. <laughs> yeah, and then they got Kohaku, and now it's just like, well, we're just going to do our own thing instead of Kohaku. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, okay, um, here's my, here's my uh, one more thing I do want to say about the house. Uh, the shaky bits where they kind of shake up the, the doors and stuff. If I were in that situation, I would just immediately open the door and be like, all right, who did that? Who did that? <laughs> that ain't a ghost. That is that, not a poltergeist. Shirome parody? Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. What if they revisit Shirome and actually get like Akari to uh, guest star? Yeah. Oh my god! We should, we should, like us four should film our own Shirome. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah. god! We'll do our own bits here in America, and then over there, you film your bits, and it'll <laughs> be spliced together so it looks like we're in the same building. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you CG, so it looks like we're both all in the same room as well. Oh God. <laughs> anyway, um, the, 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 yeah. The, so the, right, right after that bit, uh, it goes to a concert, right? Yeah. The, oh, the, this bit, I, okay, I, I'm, I want to go on a little rant here. This is, this is one of the bits where, which, actually, made me despise this movie as much as I do. 
the problem is you've got like I know it's you already know it's a fake documentary, but mm-hmm. like you bit you like you build it all up and then they do this concert bit, which takes up like the last ten minutes of the film, where the mm-hmm. the do two the do two perform the do two songs. No, they, and, I only thought they did Zenro 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 Zen 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 Yoko Shoujo. No, I think I, they do, I think they do part of another song as well. I think it's just mm-hmm. part of another song. Although maybe mm-hmm. I'm mistaken, I can't remember entirely. It's in it's in Ryoko Shoujo. I, I do remember like... them doing that, but like they're, they're doing this performance, and then like it keeps like every so often it just cuts to the audience or somebody in the front row, <laughs> where they're just sort of like <laughs> keeling over, keeling over the railing, like looking like they're sort of dazed. And the problem I have with this here is that you're building everything, like. I, uh, I'm trying to think of the best way to put it into words. Um, you, the whole point you've got is that I feel sorry for the fans who went to that concert, who've got front, who've got to the front row of that concert. They don't know about the Shirame movie because I don't know if this concert was filmed after the Shirame movie was announced as being a fake documentary. But like, they probably wasn't. They're, but like they're, they're at the front of this concert cheering on and then they've got this dude standing next to them who looks like he's about to be sick over the front railing <laughs> and you you must be just like I've come to watch this idol and I've got this sick dude right next to me what am I supposed to do here <laughs> like I felt sorry for, like I like you, they spent five minutes on this thing and then like this and all the all I think of is that like I couldn't even think of the performance that much. All I felt was like, I feel really sorry for the fans who have to stand next to this dude. And you're building up, you're building up this whole movie, and then it should have ended at the school. They should have just cut to the credits, and that was it. But then there that, was no point in the, continuing after that because well, the only point they made after that, aside from the whole Akari thing that happens, oh. aside from that, all that ha- all that the guy says is, and then Momoklo got even more popular. But they don't they don't know if it's because of the curse or not because of the thing or not. It's just like the the problem it is is that it like they don't they don't show that Momoclo found out about it, the thing being fake until the credit, which is after this scene. So even though you know you don't know that Momoclo know that this is fa- that this is fake by this point. They do this concert performance, then they're going with like, oh yeah, you did, you did a good job, and then like they show this thing, and. Like they all, they all suddenly react, and then Akarin just is reacting constantly and constantly. Um, and okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We are kind of going into two different uh, bits. I I do want to say something about the concert bit first. Yeah, well, um, that can easily just be a uh, dupe audience, or a, a a spoofed audience, a fake audience. The easily. Thing, the thing is, even when they do the wide shots. Like it's fr- like fr- from the of the concert when they're doing the wide shots of the concert, you still see this guy like keeling over. So even if it was yeah. sp- even if they use a spoof audience for those close up shots, you still got the wider shots which are there. So you still got a proper concert. I mean, this no, was I, footage no, no, from. No no, 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 hold on, hold on. They do that, okay? I know they do that because my mom used to work for Disney and she used to get uh, like my sister into a bunch of spoof like concerts for promotions huh. for like Jonas Brothers, uh, whatever Disney thing that they wanted to promote back in the day. Uh, they would constantly have these spoofed concerts just for like commercials or something. 
Oh, well, okay, oh, well, oh, I get you now. Are you saying it was a fake concert? It was a fake concert. They just invited actors, or they possibly invited fans and just let them know about what was going on. You know, mm, that could be. It says it's their second anniversary, and I actually have that concert. Uh, I and I know that the footage from them is like legitimately from that concert, but it might be possible that the audience shots are not. Who knows? Yeah. Well, I'll, I might actually have a look at that after after this. But yeah, I still think. But then, then after that, after that concert bit, the cut to this for that guy, and where yeah. she 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 react long after they say cut. I think that's the best part about the movie. Yeah, but but then then you see that CGI like octopus like flying about yeah and then the then the, and then it gets the credit and then it reveals that oh yeah by the time they did this concert actually they already knew about this and it's like well that, yeah, ma- that yeah. makes that, that makes that last 10 minutes entirely redundant no here's the genius about that part ready so they show that bit and this is before the credits roll and they show Momo Chloe that it was fake um, this is the before the credits roll, and then you see like uh, that they come out of the the concert, and they're like, "Well, okay, concert, okay, cool." And then um, the guy says, "Well, would you still sell your soul souls to Shiromi?" Right? He does say Walker that. Right? Just nods. <laughs> yeah, and then um, all of a sudden, uh, the the director guy like falls over, and then Akari gets a uh, like dizzy too she falls over as well and then it's like cut right and then the credits and then they come uh, they come back during the credits and they show oh you know it was a joke mama Chloe. it was a prank i'm sorry we made you cry and all that stuff right she gave and you then, flowers yeah and then they come back so that's the same point the and then the back. guy the, the guy gets up he's like okay 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 cut, uh, cut, cut, cut 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 yeah we're done we're done and then he's like akari akari and then, oh, oh, oh my God! She's still, she's still going. Was it fake? Dun dun dun. I think that that is a very nice touch. In it is really good that they did that at the very end. You know, maybe even though you knew it was fake the entire time, maybe there's a slight chance it wasn't. I mean, according to history, they did get into Kohaku, and they did lose Akari. Oh, conspiracy theory? <laughs> so you say you saying uh, because because a- Akarin didn't fully believe in being an idol, like, and that that's why she ended up quitting. And then because of that, but after they got that, then the ones who did truly believe when they made the wish were the ones who got into Kohaku while Akarin didn't. I, I'm I'm sorry, but I'm sorry, but like it's a coincidence, sure, but I don't think it's got anything to go on <laughs> it, it is definitely coincidence but i think it's a nice touch on the film uh not being a conspiracy theory to, at all to be fair, but rather to be fair. leaving it open into the audience for interpretation yeah they, they couldn't they couldn't have they couldn't have come up with the fact that oh yeah they would get they would get into coaco de gas but not after Akarin left and Akarin just happened to be the one who's doing that they couldn't have known that before like when they made the movie come on now and i guess that does add to the conspiracy theory a bit but no i'm just Nah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I do like to uh, reiterate what Jake said in the chat. Uh, this is actually kind of a bit nostalgic for when he first got into Momoclo. Uh, like 
this is kind of the stuff that he was listening to uh, in this era of Momo Klo. Uh, he, I wish he was here. He would probably just say this better than me. Yeah. Uh, but this era of like Momo Klo music makes him pretty nostalgic to the first time when he was learning about Momo Klo and getting into it. I, I agree with that too. I, I encountered Shirame towards, you know, beginning to uh, figure out what Momo Klo was. And uh, I kind of have that connection with this film as well. Well, I did too. And mainly because it was the first movie they were in. I watched it because of that. But still, it didn't really captivate me all no. that much. And the nostalgic value is just not there for me. There's, there's no nostalgic value for me. Like, I, like it was something earlier I watched. Well, not as... The nostalgia comes for me from the, like, the first music I listened to, the first music video that I watched. When I think of this movie, I just think, well, it's a terrible movie. Well, perhaps not nostalgia, but rather just, you know, oh, yeah, this is when uh, this was like the feel or the kind of feeling that Momoko had around this era, you mm. know? Not necessarily nostalgia because I didn't grow up with Momoko or anything. It's just that you're kind of taken back in this film because like Akari is there and the things are, are different because they haven't even been on Kohaku yet, yeah. right? Like, I be pre and leave and it's just it does it does have a different does have a different feel yeah yeah but uh yeah i do have one more thing to say about this movie but i am forgetting it uh yeah mark do you have any more 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 comments um no like the whole thing about the ending being dumb and the movie's dumb the fact that it's the they do that redundant ten minute scene which adds nothing to the film, and then just real reveal afterwards that they already knew by that final bit that it was a prank, which makes that which is what makes that scene redundant. The fact that it's very slow paced. The fact that the other actors are terrible. The fact that it made the fact that Mama Claude being made very uncomfortable by the whole thing that it feels really in poor taste. Mm. You take that bit out, and it's a good movie. <laughs> not even then critically speaking the editing sucked the yeah. acting sucked yeah. critically and as a fan it was just not that good no and the thing <laughs> but is, that's what makes it fun watching it. It, it, it it's made worse by the fact that they've made so much better stuff since then you've got the tenchi to jump you've got the momodora you've got you've got the, oh, I, you've I got, got makagaburu I got things to say about Momodra. Tell me. I Let, mean, well, let's leave on. that for another. That's a different topic for a different time. But yeah. Like... Anyway, I, there is there is one more point I do want to say about this film. Uh, when we were or, or when uh, it was being broadcasted on the twenty four hour live stream, uh, I saw a lot of people in the chat saying Akari was an instigator. Uh, like like she was in on it. She was in on it. Did you guys pick up on that? I I you thought could, originally could she could have been, because she was the one that's saying, "Hey, I feel weird. I I I'm not. I don't like this. This I feel uncomfortable." And then at the end, that huge thing. Uh, I mean, it might have been possible, but who knows for sure. To be honest, I think the fact that that ending scene happened is is almost proof that she was in on it. Well, at, at that point they already knew that it was fake because that's I, after 
they went I, to the school. Tr- true, but at the same time, I think I do have think she had to she had to have been in on it because the th- like. Otherwise, what reason would she have to say things like "I keep on hearing pitter patter sound," and then when yes, you, yes, but like the, I think that's the thing that made it clear to me, like the, the pitter patter sounds. And, yeah, definitely. Um, but and then like you listen, you to show the video bit where the pitter patter sounds, and it just sounds like somebody's knocking on a piece of wood. For sound, and effects. if you notice. If you notice, Akari was pretty much like when the when the other girls were like cowering and like hugging each other, Akari was pretty much there just like staring blankly mm. on her own, not really scared really. No, no, there were some points where she was crying. I remember her being uh, on her knees and and crying a little bit, but that you know, that could be easily be acting. Yeah, yeah. and she's the act she's an actress, so <laughs> Yeah, so we know that she's an actress now, so maybe this was perfect for her. Maybe the the staff knew that she she had a talent for acting, so they kind of uh, had her instigate the whole situation, you know? Uh, there is definitely evidence that she uh, is in on it because, again, she kind of sparks this, the, 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 sparks the uh, conversation where she heard the patapata sounds. Um... She's also, if you pay attention, the the girl that raises her hand while sleeping. Mm. There's a little bit where they show that uh, they've been sleeping overnight at the studio. And, you know, she raises her hand in the middle of sleeping for no reason. And then, oh, that's supposed to be scary. But it's Akari, right? And, and then Akari, and he- Akari is the one who was like, Oh, I saw the white eyes, and then everyone else was like, "Hey, I saw them too." Yeah, Kanako said that you saw them too, and they're like, "Ah!" Every creepy thing that happens with the members themselves always instigates from Akari. Yeah, and then um, you know, just at the very end, Akari is the one that gets possessed. Yeah. Um. I think the Japanese fans agree. It's pretty evident from the 24-hour live stream chat. Uh, they said Akari might be the instigator. I think she's the instigator too. And uh, I think yeah. that made I think that made it a bit more better because they actually yeah. kind of thought this out. They kind of thought the production for if, Momoklo. I think if they didn't have Akari like being an instigator, there would be nothing that happened in the entire movie. Let's be honest. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then there's one part where they're they're being interviewed, right, in the dressing room, and then Akari, instead of saying something positive and joyful, she kind of says something that makes everyone else like worried and concerned. And the fact that the that everything cuts out when she's doing her bit, mm-hmm. just happens to be her bit. Yeah, Every, everything is just coincidentally linked to her. Yeah. Because they knew that she would get the right reaction that they wanted to get exactly. the reaction from the other members. Yeah. Alumakari Al- confirmed. Alumakari. Alumakari. Alumakari confirmed. Akari is the instigator. We found it out here on the Mononofu podcast. The <laughs> only podcast that figures out the true meanings of the Momoclo films. And of conspiracy theories. We'll answer anything that you throw at us. Speaking of answering anything, we would definitely enjoy getting some emails because we like reading them. Yes. 
Do you like reading emails, uh, David? Sure, if it's not about YouTube taking down my videos. <laughs> At least you're getting it back. That's true. Everything well, has you do, a happy if, ending. If you do feel like uh, sending an email to David about uh, his YouTube videos, uh, redirect it to us at the Mononofu podcast. Uh, our email is mononofu.podcast.outlook.com. Actually, don't talk about them. Just ask us questions instead. Yeah, yeah. actually, just ask us questions. We, we probably don't want to get in trouble with YouTube. Definitely. Or uh, David's videos. Jake, we do have an email. <laughs> for, for your information, yeah. you have the password. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, uh, final thoughts on Shirome. Final thoughts. Mark. Um, it's bad. That it's is bad. my that is my final thought. David, what's your final thought? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why indeed. And my final thought is it's really fun to watch with friends. Uh if you have a bunch of uh, friends that are they don't even need to be into idols. They just need to be into watching uh kind of train wrecks. Yes. In in progress. If you <laughs> so, if you have friends that slow, are enjoying motion train wreck. Yeah, if you have friends that like that kind of stuff, so definitely share that with them. It'll be a nice laugh. For anyone that doesn't know the email, can we um say that right now? Yes. The email is mononofu.podcast at outlook.com. Send us any questions, send us hate mail, send us love mail. Send, send us, us send us Shiro Me. Send us is a good movie. Put that in the title in the body paragraph. Tell us why it's a good movie, and we will feature your answer in the next podcast as Jake reads it out out loud. And send he, us and memes. Send it. us memes, and we'll put them in on on screen. Yes. Do not do not send us memes. Do not <laughs> listen, to David. We're not going to put up memes. Memes are banned. Okay. Memes memes can never Darn. be banned. Memes are eternal. Um, we'll, uh, we'll also tweet the email um, after the stream if you we missed it here. The, we will tweet the email. You can tweet David memes at at Memoranata. Yes. You can tweet us not memes at at Mononofu underscore cast. Uh, let us know how good we're doing. Uh, yes. That was a really good thing. Feedback uh, that we is got. good. Feedback is good. We loved uh, hearing good feedback uh, from you guys last time. Thank you for the good feedback. Uh, let us know how we're doing. Uh, just tweet at us, mononofu underscore cast. You probably already follow it. And you are probably already listening to us on YouTube, uh, mononofu podcast. We're also on iTunes. and uh, We might get yeah. us up on Google Play. I'm, I'm probably going to work on getting us up on there in the next week or so. So if you are somebody who has an Android phone and does not think Apple is devil, then is Shirame? I think Apple is Shirame. Then yeah. you can would be able to get to us on there. So that is also going to be an option soon when I get round to it and stop being lazy. Dude, I would I would love uh, our podcast being on Google Play. That means I can uh, listen to it. <laughs> but you're in it. Oh. Oh. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or is it really me? Is Am it you know really me? Jake? Am I really Jake? <laughs> anyway, uh, Shirome, grab my wish. Uh, no, this is not Shirome. This is just uh, Aaron 
And Aaron is saying, thank you for listening to today's podcast. We will come back, but in a different form. Oh, no. Next, next time, things will be different. What, yeah. What's going to be different? I don't I'm, know. I'll die. I'll, I, I'm already calling it. I'm going to die. Whoa, yeah. Like, maybe David's going to disappear. Maybe Shirome is going to take David, too. I mean, yeah, I'm going to go to the school. David. I'm going to go to the school and, you know. I, I could use some Momoclo merch, so I'm gonna gonna I'm gonna uh, wish for that. Oh yeah, definitely. Make sure it's a wish from the bottom of your heart. Whatever you. It's yeah, pure. Don't, don't be think. taken like Jake. Don't be taken. <laughs> Since Jake is in the chat now, uh, we 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 assume Jake went to the school and he wished that his brother would stop playing drums in the background, and he wasn't true of heart. He actually wanted his brother to continue playing, so that's why he got pulled in, into hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hashtag rip Jake. Hashtag rip Jake. Tweet him now. Amerinofu at Amerinofu. Rip Jake. Also send him love. Uh, send us all love. Send some memes. Send us all love. Do not send me memes. You can send everyone else memes. Do not send me memes. I hate memes. And. Uh,